Welcome to Millennials with Mikes, discussions about movies, politics, religion, and more. I'm Aaron Mason. And I'm Christian Stevens. So, Christian, another week has gone by. Yes, it has. One week after another, it all just kind of All the days piles kind of up. rolling together. Yes. For those of us who are, in your case, furloughed, in my case... At working home. from home. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, doing what we can to keep from going crazy like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> no one quite here. wants that. No. No, no one does. I mean, I hope no one does, you know. But What can I say? We do what we can. I did see this thing on Instagram. It was, like, from Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Um, oh, Yeah. And <laughs> it, the one of the scenes from The Shining when Jack Nicholson's character has just gone crazy, and it said, um, "The longer we're in quarantine, the more his breakdown makes sense." Yes, yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because because it's, it's true. <laughs> yeah, now feeling like I'd be in oh, issues. I can imagine. Gosh. Jesus, but oh, God. it is what it is. You know. Make the it's a, best of the situation. It's not permanent. It'll probably be over sooner than we think. Hopefully. So. Hopefully. Hopefully. Who knows? And it'll vary from place to place. But Yeah, state to state and all that, depending on how bad it is. New yep. York, who knows? Jesus. Yeah. New York is a it's, mess. But, you know, with all of this, got just to thinking about um, food and restaurants that we miss and would like to go to again yes and especially with all these restaurants sadly closed yeah a lot of places are doing uh you know uber eats and that other one drive throughs um, and some drive throughs curbsides and yeah curb, all that kind of yeah. stuff um what's Which that other good. app not uber eats that other popular uber eats oh my god no it's like uber eats but topless is that the one you're talking about, Aaron? No. Mm. It's relatively new, I think. Oh, my God. Um. Oh, DoorDash. Not DoorDash. Is it DoorDash? I know. Freebirds it is. DoorDash. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is DoorDash. Um, a lot of places are doing that. So, some, but a lot of places aren't. It's amazing how many places aren't. A lot of places are just closed. Um, More of the, um, like privately owned ones i guess the more personal like home yeah i guess type so. mom and pa shops i guess are the ones but more commercialized or chained sort of like you know applebee's and mm-hmm. other places i think are making ways to because you guys want to go to the freaking grocery store mm-hmm. all the time and cook every day i mean damn and it gets exhausting it gets exhausting having to cook all the time. It gets exhausting the having only real options preps. if you're not going to meal prep, if you're going to go get something to eat. Your only, your only real option is like fried shit. You know? Like that's eating out. Like if you're going to go get something, yeah, a lot yeah. of the healthy places aren't open. I know. Or they're so busy and the wait times are so long on the apps that it's just like, fuck me. I mean, if you're going to go eat healthy, you might as well just get the salad bar at 
Whole Foods, but I don't think the salad bar would be open. It's probably not even open, yeah. yeah. So. But anyway, all of this got us to thinking, you know, what are some of our favorite restaurants we're looking mm. forward to being open again one day? Definitely. In the future, however far away <laughs> that may or may not be. Yes. Um, so we picked some of our favorite restaurants in a few cities, not just locally here, but... True. We have uh, Vegas, one of our favorite cities, um, mm-hmm. Dallas-Fort Worth, where we live, mm-hmm. L.A., and then have one, have San Diego, Austin, San Antonio, Phoenix, Tennessee, Florida, so a good little, a nice little mix. Yeah, sure. So, and if anybody starts traveling after all this again, um, you know, some places you might be able to check out. So I think we're gonna start off with Vegas. Am I right? Sure. Yeah. So Sounds why don't uh, why don't you give us some of your Vegas places? Um. Well, a couple of places that I have enjoyed um, Las Vegas because when you go to Las Vegas, it's nice to actually try out some of the restaurants there because there's a lot of great places to eat. Oh, there's so many places to eat. Um, but sometimes the buffet's fine, but. Give a give a whirl if you haven't been, and because I think Las Vegas and Los Angeles both have excellent restaurants. Oh yeah. But um, I do enjoy Giada's. Um, mostly her uh, brunch hours when she did do brunch. I guess they're brunch. They do brunch on. They used to so they used to do breakfast all the time. Yeah. When they first opened. Right. It was breakfast every day. Mm-hmm. And then they had lunch and dinner. Um, now they just have, they're just open for, I think, dinner on the weekdays, and then they have brunch on, like, Saturday, Sunday. Interesting. And their brunch isn't the same. They change the menu. They change the menu. It's much more the unch portion of brunch. Very <laughs> light on the burr part. Seems like a lot of places now that's how brunch um, menus tend to be it just their brunch before like when they were first open several years ago i uh, know um it was really good it really mm-hmm. was eh. yeah eh. it, it, was, <laughs> it was disappointing the last time we went there for dinner the first time in 2018 for their dinner for their dinner that was right. the first time we had been for dinner right and it was all right yeah it was okay um i mean good um Arugula salad. Their uh, risotto was pretty awesome, but very it, small portions. But for yeah, how much for it what was. You, even for like a fancy restaurant like that, you would expect the portions to be a little bit bigger. True, but I remember the first time when we did breakfast, I really enjoyed their. Um, what did I get? I got the uh, salmon eggs Benedict. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like salmon cake instead of like a crab cake mm-hmm. with, you know, your English muffin, hollandaise sauce, poached egg, and all that good stuff. And uh, I just remember how fresh the, the toast was and, mm-hmm. the, and the fruit and uh, the little mascarpone and everything like that was really, really well done. Yeah. Um, granted, I'm sure Giada's has been changing and still remains to be changing quite rapidly. And restaurants should change. I mean, that's... Preferably for the better. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of it for me, you know, whenever we go again, I'm sure we'll go and you'll see what the changes you think for brunch is like. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
and I'll be the first one to say, well, two things about Shiatas. Um, a, it's an experience to go. It's a beautiful restaurant. It looks onto it the Bellagio fountains and sits on one side Cromwell. at the Cromwell. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful view. And if if you go in the right time of year when the weather's nice out, they'll have the windows open so you get that nice air. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I'll say is that like it, I don't have the most refined food palate. I guess I don't like seafood. I don't like vegetables that aren't corn and <laughs> green beans. <laughs> um, so, like, uh-huh. I like more basic things that are a little bit fancy rather than fancy things that are fancy. Fancified basic food. Yes. So, like, I will be the first one to admit. Gourmet mac and cheese. Yeah, like, shit like that. Sure. Um, gourmet... Yeah, I get you. You know. Hamburger. Hamburger. Like, I like veal. Sure. Like a you veal know, cutlet. Like a veal cutlet. You know, there's, I would say, low to mid-range. Like, I don't just eat fast food all the time. Like, I can appreciate gourmet things. But, like, I yes, I like basic gourmet food. Sure. Yeah. Maybe a little bit moderate gourmet, but, you know. So, like, I, I say that to say, like, it sounds like I'm shitting on Giada's. I'm not. If you have even a slightly higher food palette than me, you would probably love Giada's. So that's that's my note. I'd on say that. Uh, one thing I like about Giada's that's different from other restaurants, especially Italian restaurants, mm-hmm. is that it's not. I mean, there are a couple of traditional things. I'm sure, like. A style of spaghetti or alfredo or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she keeps very fresh, new, mm-hmm. and just different um, ideas as far as uh, the cuisines you get a lot. Yeah. Because it's not like what you would find at a lot of typical Italian places. That's very true. And for some people, that's like a, oh, dang, I was really just hoping for this normal boring thing or for some people it's like oh that's a new change that's mm-hmm. nice and that's one thing i did like especially for someone who's not huge on italian i like the places that have a variety of things that you can't always get everywhere yeah so and geodis is good for that it really is mm-hmm. what uh what else is on your biggest list mm, now you're talking about classy <laughs> and high Upscale, oh. like the finest. Mm-hmm. Well, White Castle is oh my another one. We really are two ends of the spectrum <laughs> on your choices. White Castle uh, is so good. You can't get that everywhere. And like we we live in Texas, we don't have White Castle. The only way we can get White Castle is frozen, frozen. and it's it's funny too because it literally is the same. Yeah. Like, the frozen ones you get in the box don't have onions on them, and the ones you get in the store do. Onions on the ones in the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Onions don't come on the frozen ones, though. Not yet, that's right. Other than that, they're literally the same thing. Like, you can see them pulling them out of very similar packaging and putting them through an industrial oven. The thing is, like, the restaurants, though, have a little more options as far as 
style of yeah. sliders more so than what you can find yeah. in stores because in stores it's very limited and it's just it's so much better fresh it is and like um, for people who don't have white castle restaurants mm-hmm. going to vegas it's right by the um best western casino royale it's attached to that um it's so good we had that for breakfast our last when me and you went in october 2018 we had that for breakfast the day we went like a little hangover snack. and it was so weird like did, and they have breakfast items there. They do have like breakfast. I got burgers. Sliders. I got a five pack of burgers, and that shit was amazing. Yeah, but yeah, White Castle. No, White Castle's so fucking good. You can never go wrong with a good White Castle. Oh, but, makes me uh, hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> you probably have some in the fridge. Oh, I wish I did. They've been out at the stores with all this. Yeah, I know. I can't find any of the ones I used to get. So yeah. I feel you. Well, is that all on your uh, Vegas list? Yeah. Um, there's so much food in Vegas. You know, like there's so many different places to eat. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of, like you have in the different malls on both ends, little food courts that have a lot of different options. Yeah. Um, and then you have a lot of the restaurants. So it's one of those places that like there really is um, food at a price for everyone. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to Vegas and spend an arm and a leg on food. No. There's plenty of cheaper fast food type or fast food priced restaurants. Sure. Um, it's not then, all ridiculous. No. And even some of the places in the casinos. Um, for instance, Nine Fine Irishmen. Oh, yeah. Um, in New York, New York. That's... It's a Irish style pub, English style pub. Mm-hmm. Um, if listeners haven't been... Uh, so it is very bar-like, but, like, they have a full menu. Like, a full full course appetizers, meals, desserts menu. Um, that's so good. Oh, yeah, so, the so best good. Irish nachos ever. On the planet. For sure. Um, that's honestly one of the meals I look forward to the most when... That's a must-go-to one yeah. wherever in Vegas. Because, like, the Irish nachos are actually an appetizer... But sure. when you get it personally, like that's big enough to be one meal, not and not be too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good it's a good portion. Mm-hmm. But so that that's my number one place. Um, Hex Kitchen and Bar, and that's Hex H E X X Kitchen and Bar. Um, I think they're a place that's actually open twenty four seven. They're right really? in front of. Huh. Uh, Paris, across from the Bellagio Fountains. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Um, used to be the Sugar Factory. Where they changed the name? Five, six years ago. Changed. Very similar style food, though. Um, their brunch, their breakfast brunch, whatever, is absolutely phenomenal. I remember when it was... Sugar Factory. Sugar Factory, they had that... Um, it was like potato waffles. Yeah, yeah. With the chives and the sour cream mm-hmm. and cheese, and it was... Freaking yeah. out of this world. One of the best things yeah. I've had. When uh, me and Lauren went last year, 2019, mm-hmm. um, I got waff- some sort of waffles. I forget what it was. It wasn't just plain waffles. Like It had something on there that was really, really good. Mm-hmm. It was like a caramel and had like some fruit or something on top. I don't remember. Sure. It was so good, though. Oh, my God. I really, next time we go, um, if me and you end up going later this year or next year, I'd really want to go there mm-hmm. for brunch and dinner. Huh. Dinner? 
Well, not like the same day necessarily. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I would want to go and see because even when it was a sugar factory, we went for brunch. I would just want to go and see what dinner was like since brunch has been historically so good. Interesting. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, then my other place. Part of me really wants to preface this with: I think this place is really overpriced. With just how the taste of the food and everything. But it is good. Um, Rayo's. I might be mispronouncing that. It's R-A-O apostrophe S. Um, the original Rayo's, Rao's, Rayo's, whatever, is in New York City. And they have one in, I think it's in Caesar's Palace in Vegas. So there's two? Oh, they have multiple. I think they even have one in L.A. Oh, or something. New York City and... Okay. So the original one's in New York City. They gotcha. have one in... One in Vegas. One in Vegas, yeah. Right. Um, it's Italian. They, you know, Rails, they have a line of pasta sauce huh. in at Target and Tom Thumb, shit like that. So it's Italian? Yeah, it's Italian. Traditional Italian, not like Giada Italian. Okay. Um, it's good. It's definitely mid, like, I would say $3 sign on like Yelp or something like that. Like Probably it is, if you're it's buying, a little more expensive. You know, drinks too and everything. Yeah. Um, and that's why I say like the food, the taste of the food, it, it's all right. So I just, I don't really think it's quite worth the price that it is, but it is good. And it's also, it, it's an experience as well. A okay. lot of the, a lot of those more expensive Vegas places, it, you go there for the experience more so than the f- quality of the food. Um, hmm. But yeah, there's some other places in Vegas, you know, the buffets. We haven't actually been to a buffet yet. Um, no, we were talking about doing the uh, Bellagio one. Yeah, and then, you know, there's the Hard Rock Cafe that you have those in most major cities. The food yeah, is all right. that's everywhere. Yeah. Um, and there's some other places too, but that's those are our main ones for Vegas. Mm-hmm. What... Um, we wanted to go into some local ones here for us in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Right. What uh, What are some of yours? Um, I like uh, one in Grapevine is uh, Blue Goose Cantina. Okay. That's Ooh. near the airport for people that might not be familiar with the airport. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's... Uh, Mexican, I would assume. Yeah. Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. They have, um, what's cool about that place is, uh, they have a good bar, um, but they have different, uh, a lot of different kinds of tacos. Like, they have, a uh, cilantro lime, tilapia tacos, and they have some vegan options, um, and possible tacos, mm-hmm. and, uh, they have this, uh, blackened, uh, fish taco on crispy shell, and, uh, They've got really good queso and salsa, and it's a good place to just, um, you know, dine and uh, drink, especially when next door is discount tires and you're waiting <laughs> for your tire rotation. And yeah. It's a good place to burn time for sure. And it's right by the mall, or the one mm. I go to. Okay. So that's a good uh, little stop. But, um, yeah, I do enjoy my tacos, so I do... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, Blue Goose Cantina is very fresh and very good, and I yeah I dig it. And then I also um, on Main Street and Grapevine is a little cafe called Napoli's. 
and it's Italian, and that's a more rustic Italian restaurant. It's got the, hmm, you know, kind of like you were saying about Rayo's or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever been to Naples. I recommend it. They've got um, good drinks, Pellegrinos, and uh, good food. I think one time I went there, they had this homemade baked spinach artichoke dip oh my. with like baguettes, and it was fantastic. It was pretty big too, um, but I do yeah good wine, and that's right by the Messina Hof. Um, winery or uh, grapevine okay. makes their own wine, uh. so they use a lot of like that local wine mm-hmm. for um, you know, all the little restaurants in the strip. Mm-hmm. So, Napoli's definitely sells some of that, which mm. is okay, but um, no, good, good Italian food. Mm-hmm. And uh, another one, this is a little hole in the wall, uh, <laughs> to oh, say, is that the truth? To say the least, in Fort Worth is uh, San Diego's tacos. And that's quite different from Blue Goose. It's not the same fashion at all. They're more like street tacos. Um, But besides those, what's really good is their burritos. They're huge, Hmm. huge burritos. And um, I like to get their uh, vegetarian ones. And um, they also do good nachos. And I usually get uh, grilled shrimp on those. Mm -hmm. And those are delicious. Um, so whenever I'm in town, passing by the parents or whatever, I always have to stop and get me some San Diego's because <laughs> those are not common and you can't find them everywhere, and uh, worth it. Hmm. That all on your list? Um, no, I had one more, and it's in downtown Fort Worth. I think it's on West Seventh. Am I blue sushi? Uh, it's just off of West Seventh on off of West Camp Bowie. Right? Okay. I think. But yeah, Blue Sushi is probably one of the uh, best mm-hmm. quality sushi restaurants out there. Yeah, for um, Dallas-Fort Worth at least. For Dallas-Fort Worth at least, yeah. But like, man, uh, sea bass, albacore, and uh, fresh octopus, and eel, and like a lot of different kinds of sashimis and fish that you can't get at a lot of places, a mm-hmm. lot of typical sushi restaurants um so i really dig that um a little bit more expensive but yeah worth the penny because you're getting some real quality sushi mm-hmm. not blue sushi yeah and it's so, a very unique place just visually too visually too especially in the evening it's so they got a cool aquarium mm-hmm. and good lighting and it actually turns blue at night like the whole mm-hmm. restaurant has lots of blue accents at night that place is always jam-packed too yeah busy busy yeah. If you ever do recommend, if you ever do consider going to Busushi, I recommend you uh, make reservations because yeah, that place be packed, especially yeah. if you're especially on the weekends. It's a must. It really yeah, is. that's true. Weekends can't even. Ugh. But uh, yeah, that's what I have on my list. How about you, Aaron? So for Dallas Fort Worth, for me, um, yet another Italian place, Italianis. Um, Little family-owned location in mm. Hearst. Oh, that's right. On your way to Fort Worth. Um, Didn't know it was family-owned. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's been there. I think it's been there for 20, 30 years, something like that. Long time. Um, got a very... I love the style in there. Very uh, 20s art deco 
visual style, just decoration, decorative style in there. Um, the bread is amazing. The fettuccine alfredo is absolutely to die for. Hmm. Um, definitely one of my favorite local Italian places. Um, Old South Pancake House, a Fort Worth staple on university definitely um just not too far away from downtown been there since the 60s i think it's very very um i don't know the word i'm looking for old and southern old and southern it it really is um got a lot of pancakes (laughs) it's an experience to go there they are best known for their version of the german pancake Oh, that's right. You told me about that. Which is for anyone who may not know. Um, so it is this big, and it is big. Like you can have German pancakes that are smaller, but theirs is big. It's egg and pancake, a little bit of pancake batter mixed together. They bring that out, and then they fill. It's flat, obviously round and pretty flat, not thick enough to just hold together, but. Put powdered sugar in that, mm-hmm. butter, and then lemon juice. <laughs> yeah. Mix it all together, fold it up. Oh my god! Holy fucking shit! <laughs> I could eat that until I die, and since I'm diabetic, it wouldn't take much. <laughs> I'm about to say, even if you weren't diabetic, but, just the sound of that would kill yeah. you. <laughs> and like it, it's uh, better than it sounds. I know it sounds weird for anyone who hasn't had it, but it it's a lot better than people think. Because most people, when they hear about that, they're like, eww. Um, but it's fucking amazing. It hmm. really is. That's what they're best known for. Um, they're open 24-7. Um, but hmm. traditional diners. Seems like all breakfast places are. A lot of them are. But it's very traditional, mid-century diner style. Hasn't been updated a lot since then. Um, if you're looking for somewhere glamorous to go, that's not the place. <laughs> But it's <laughs> it's so good. Oh, that's so funny. good. One of our favorite places. Yeah. Um, Simply Fondue. They have a couple places around here. Um, the one in Sundance Square is the one that I've been to. Um, I think they have one in Dallas or Plano or something. Um, but it, as his name would imply, it is a fondue place. Um, simply. Simply Fondue. <laughs> so it, it, you can do it several ways. You can get it yeah. a flat per person cost. It's like $54 or something per person for all the courses. Oh, yeah. It's like four courses, right? Yeah. They start you off with a salad course, and you have your options of salad and things like that. Um, then you get the cheese course, traditional cheese fondue. You have your option of cheeses. Um, and then they bring out, you know, they bring out bread and vegetables and things like that. All that, yeah. Um, then you have what they call the fondue feast, which you can do Scandinavian style. I don't remember what that is. Then you can also do it in oil or seasoned broths. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have your choice of any sorts of meat you get. Several, you get four selections of meat apparently per person because they don't give you a whole whole lot. But when you add all four of them together, it's a good. It's amount. quite a bit, yeah. 
But there's different beefs you can get, um, sausage, stuffed jalapenos, chicken, shrimp, seafood, all sorts of stuff. They, they even have a vegetarian option. Huh. Um, you cook it in the oil. They tell you how long to cook, you know, how long to cook the chicken, how long to cook the seafood, stuff like that, so you don't get sick. Um, but very good, very, very good. Um, and then they have the dessert portion, which is chocolate fondue. Oh, right. You have your choices of different chocolates. And then they bring out fruits and mm-hmm. brownies and marshmallows. marshmallows and Rice Krispies. And all that all shit. All this kind of stuff. Um, very, 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 very good. Um, so all together, I'm trying to look on the menu here. Their all-inclusive price appears to be $54 a person. Hmm. Which is a little... That gets you all four courses. That's not bad. That's not including drinks. Mm-hmm. So if you want soda, if you want liquor, that's going to be more. Sure. Um, but $54, that's a night out. Like, that. that's an occasion, almost. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so, if that's out of some people's price ranges, you can break it down per course. Mm-hmm. And you can skip a course. So you, if you want just the salad course and the fondue feed, the meat, you can do that. Right. Um, they have daily specials. You know, they have the Tuesday trio. You have a salad, the cheese, and the chocolate courses for thirty dollars. Not bad. Um, or you can just break it down. You know, the salad's eleven dollars a person. The cheese right. course, which, so what me and Lauren do when we go, is we just do the cheese course and the dessert course, which is no 20, time for meats. Twenty six dollars a person. That's good. That's not bad. Not at all. Like that. That's the normal. Yeah, night definitely. Out. That's good. Um, absolutely one of my favorite places to go. Mm-hmm. It's a, a fucking amazing. Um, and then my last place is El Rancho Grande. Oh man. So this is on Main Street in Fort Worth, um, north of downtown. As you're headed to the stockyards, um, another family-owned place. They just had the one location. Definitely. There's a lot of it's Mexican or yeah. Tex-Mex places. People people usually chastise me when I say Mexican. When I say Mexican food, I mean Tex-Mex. We I don't mean what, original. We know what you mean. <laughs> and I guess I would say a fair amount of people around in the DFW area, and, that well, is I'd what they mean. I'd say in Texas, it's all... I mean, it's there mostly, is authentic Mexican. But it's mostly Tex-Mex. But, and we just... Say it's Mexican, and that's because Tex-Mex Mexican. is Mexican. For yes, because we live in Texas. But people are so certain. People are so quick to say, "Oh, it's not Mexican; it's Tex-Mex." I fucking know that. Yeah, but, but in the category, mm-hmm. in the subcategories, it's still Mexican. Yeah, I get that. Yes. Um, but this, there are a lot of Mexican places, especially in Texas. But there are a lot of Mexican places in general with the name El Rancho Grande. Um. This one in particular on North Main in Fort Worth is the only location this family owns. Interesting. There no and they other, make their own tortillas? And... They make their own tortillas, their own chips. Um, been family owned since the... Or they started the restaurant. Same family has owned it since the 60s. Um, mm-hmm. My grandfather, he moved here in 1956. He went there his whole... I mean... Until he passed away, he went there his whole life from when they opened until he died a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. My mom has literally been going there her entire life. I have literally been going there my entire life. That's usually the only Mexican place I can get you to 
Yeah. Be like, okay, let's go. <laughs> um, you know, the, the been going for so long that the it's owned by the family, but these twin sisters who are the sweetest ladies in there. I would say anywhere from 50 to 60, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, they recognize us. They ask us how we're doing, you know, shit like oh, that. Oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> We've been going long enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking 40, 50 years plus, my family in general, that, that recognize each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the food is amazing, I think. Um, the cheese enchiladas, oh. <laughs> the rice, oh. The salsa. Their salsa is Ooh. really good. Handmade salsa. It, it's just fucking amazing. Hey, you can tell it's handmade because it's a little different every time. That's that's one way you... That's how I know uh, San Diego's does their salsas yeah. homemade because it's sometimes this is a little bit spicier, sometimes yeah. it's not. And I like that though because yeah. it's like, at least I know you made it. Like, yeah, that's true. Which in Texas, if you don't make your own salsa, what are you even what doing? Are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. So that's... I Out of all of these places... That I, I cannot speak highly enough of El Rancho Grande. Um, it's a nice atmosphere. Um, it, I, I, I don't even know how many things I could say. I could go on and on about it. Relatively inexpensive. I mean, you know, the cheese enchilada plate, I think is like 12 or 13 bucks. Something like that. Um, mm-hmm. They're open for lunch. They have great margaritas, great drinks. Uh, I like their, uh, they had good chili relenos too. Yeah. That's really so. Good. Oh yeah, the margaritas are strong. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> so. We're going to go to a quick commercial break with that, and then we will come back with some of our favorite restaurants from out of state. Is your light blinking? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello. No, it's not. It is blinking.
Three, two, one. And we are back. So, our next city of restaurants is going to be Los Angeles. Oh, yes. The great LA. So, I think it's interesting. A lot of people think we're crazy. Just to give people... We've been to LA once. Sure. Me and you... Me and Christian took a road trip back um, October of 2018. Right. Um... Almost two years ago now. And so we drove from where we live in Dallas-Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. We drove from here to slept one night in Albuquerque. To Flagstaff. Then to Flag... Didn't end up staying in Flagstaff like we were going to, but to Flagstaff to the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. Went Drove from the Grand Canyon. So we went from Albuquerque... Woke up that morning, drove to the Grand Canyon, drove to Vegas mm-hmm. that night, that same day. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to Vegas, changing time zones, it was like 7 or 8. Wasn't right. that late. Um, we were in Vegas, ended up being in Vegas for four nights. Yeah. And that was our second time going? Yeah. Vegas for four nights, which was, for us, a bit like the most we would want to be there, I think we decided. Yeah. Yeah, three to four nights is... Is sufficient. Is sufficient for Vegas. <laughs> After that, you're kind of burned out. Yeah. Um, Vegas, drove to from Vegas to L.A. We're in L.A. for a total of four nights. Um, one mm-hmm. night in Glendale, three nights in Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. And then drove... Newport was lovely. New, it really was. Um, went to San Diego. We actually drove to San Diego one after, one day... Yeah, I went from Newport um, to San Diego that day. And then went back, because it's only like an hour, hour and a half drive. Not even that, I think. Because we went to a beach in North San Diego. We didn't actually get to San Diego proper. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so we went we went from Newport to San Diego that. back to Newport. Yeah, and then... Then a couple of days later, we went and actually stayed the night in San Diego. Right, right, right. Then we went from San Diego to Phoenix, spent the night in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then I got sick. I was actually starting to get sick in San Diego. And then by the time we got to Phoenix, I was really not feeling well. So then... Oh, I remember that. We were going to go from Phoenix to Marfa and spend a night in Marfa. But we ended up actually driving straight straight from Phoenix to home. Mm -hmm. Like that was... I think we timed it up. Like that was like a 20-hour drive, something like that. Like we were on the road. Like we left at 8 a.m., Mountain time or 8 a.m. whatever time zone Phoenix is in. Mm-hmm. We left at 8 a.m. there, which they were flush with mountain time then. Like they weren't off. 8 a.m. mountain time. Yeah, 8 a.m. mountain time Phoenix. We got home at like 4 a.m. central time. Yeah. yeah. It was long. Bad. Yeah. It was bad. It wasn't that bad. The drive was for being sick. It sure, was bad because sure. I couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't breathe half the time. Yeah, I get you that. ended up driving the last like three hours or something like that. You oh, it was longer than that. Was like it? I drove mostly from Phoenix to I got past El Paso. Uh-huh. It was like thirty or forty-five minutes outside of El Paso, and I had you drive, and you drove from there home. So that was probably a good like six, seven hours. Mm-hmm. I was jacked up on a lot of energy drinks. That was yeah. good. <laughs> Just hustle that guy. <laughs> but 
So that that was a that was a great road trip. All in all, fun. I think it was like thirty thousand miles total, or damn near. Yeah, that was like. A lot. But man, we covered so much territory. So much territory. Yeah. Um, saw a lot of beautiful places. Definitely. Um. Mm-hmm. It was so worth it. Yeah. So. A lot of people they go on a two week vacation. They're not. They're going like one destination. Yeah. They're not knocking out. Bing, 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 yeah. bam. You know. So. Yeah. We went to, uh, we ended up going, we had been to, both been to Mexico before. We had both been to... My first time in New Mexico. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. And Arizona. So, yeah, I was about to say, like, I had been to New Mexico before. We had both been to Nevada before. Mm-hmm. But it was both of our, ta- both of our first times in Arizona and California. Mm-hmm. And then your first time in New Mexico. I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Wasteland of turquoise. Yeah. That's what I got from that. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, Los Angeles is the city we're going to go to first. We only have a couple places in Los Angeles. Yeah. Because um, we actually, like we said, we ended up, we ate at the resort in Newport one night. And then right. when we came back from San Diego that day, we stopped at what's here, Tom Thumb. I think over there it was a Safeway. And we got some frozen shit to eat. Something like that. So we only actually, of the four nights we ate there, we had lunch and dinner in L.A. And then a dinner in L.A. And that was it. We didn't eat a whole lot of places in L.A. is the point. Right, right, right. So our places are fairly limited. But whenever we go back, we would obviously want to try some new places. Of course. Why don't you give your... uh... Um, well, when we got to L.A., I already knew restaurants i definitely wanted to try because like all over the place i know about high uh high end or like well praised um eateries that are Mm -hmm. you know you get excited about oh i want to go there when i yeah so um trejo's tacos Mm -hmm. um danny trejo's uh taco shop um he's got a few of them in california throughout um he's got his cantina, his normal taco shop. He's got a coffee and donuts place and uh, stuff like that. But uh, we went to the one in, um, we were in uh, Burbank. It was in downtown. Or yeah. Wasn't? No, it was near the studios. You're right. It right. wasn't Burbank, I don't think. But it was, I think it was just the one in downtown. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm curious now. that was his cantina one. And um, it was... Uh, I love tacos, so and I'm a big fan of Danny Trejo. I, I mentioned that. Um, so that was a real treat to finally have gotten to try that place. And uh, It was Trejo's Cantina Hollywood. Right. So in Hollywood. Um, and, man, I tried quite a few different ones. I know he had this salmon taco, and he had a jackfruit taco, which is fried. And then... I remember trying, oh, it was a Mexi falafel taco, which was probably my favorite. <laughs> Freaking amazing, which I have falafel in my fridge right now. I'm going to make tacos on Tuesday. But um, <laughs> <laughs> anywho, uh, that was a real treat. Um, huge, huge tacos. Um, oh, then he had this refried black bean dip oh that was honestly that was my favorite thing at that yeah place. it was like little crema in there and chips and god damn. And it was a shame because when we were there he didn't yet have his own cerveza 
And then shortly after we got back home. <laughs> like, wasn't it literally like two weeks? Two weeks to a month. Or something. It was this mofo not even. Then launches his new <laughs> machete Jenny Trejo uh, <laughs> cerveza. And I was like, damn. <laughs> what I would have, I would have had a, a glass of that if I, uh, or a bottle, you know, if I knew he had it then. But <laughs> alas, next time I go, I <laughs> will. Um, but yeah, that, that place was a, was a lot of fun and just cool to be there and a lot of good tacos. Yeah. And then my other one that I wanted to go to for, since I was a kid, really, um, was a go. And that's a cool, nice, candlelit Italian joint in West Hollywood, um, which is actually co-owned uh, by uh, Robert De Niro. And um, that place was just so fresh, and the service was excellent. Um, the atmosphere was fantastic. Good wine, mm-hmm. good uh, sparkling water, and um, what did I get there? I got the Popo y Patat, mm-hmm. which is like, it's an octopus potato roasted salad. It's got like fresh oregano and fennel and lemon. Then I had their wilted spinach, and... Uh, God damn, it was quite a big side, actually, of spinach. But it had such uh, fresh chopped garlic and fresh lemon and well-seasoned. And, man, that was uh, that was our first night when we got into Glendale, I remember. Yeah, then we we, went to, and we went to see Halloween at Grauman's Chinese Theater. Yes. Um, a very funny. sad fact, a go closed in December of 2019 permanently. Uh-huh. That is so sad. That hurts. That hurts my heartstrings. How? Wow. Why do they close? I don't know. What? Why does it wow. all the good things? Because that was that go. was owned partially owned by Robert De Niro. Right, right. Um, and I mean a lot of cool high profile you know celebrities went there, and I know it was yeah. pretty popular. Had their own Instagram page and everything. That's a that really hurts. Yeah. Closed? Like. After. Oh, wow. So uh, I'm reading this on eater.com. LA.eater.com. It says, a go restaurant, the 21-year-old restaurant near the corner of some street I can't pronounce and Melrose closed last Saturday. After losing its lease, a goes landlord plans to revamp the interior and introduce its own unnamed Italian restaurant in summer 2020. I'm sure that's on hold now. Yeah. Wow. That's surprising. Very honestly. surprising, actually. Wow. Look at that. It was very good. Like, I'm I happy got, I got to try it. I stepped out of my box a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I got. What did I you get there? What I got? I, I think it was like veal. Some sort of veal, but it was in a um, mushroom, a brown mushroom sauce. And I'm not, oh, I hate right. mushrooms. I know. But I had them chopped the mushrooms up really finely to where you couldn't really tell it was in it. And it was so good. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I got that. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the, all that was on your list? Yes, it was. Okay. Um, I just have one place, which was really the only other place in LA we went, restaurant-wise. Um, so, Bodmosh. In downtown LA, 
they have another location or two. Um, absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, I really. I mean, I love Indian food, but yeah, that was different. They have a and, very uh, unique, and it's funny. I actually heard about Badmash. Um, I was watching the bonus features to Big Bang on one of the Big Bang Theory seasons right. a month or so before we went and on one of them it was like a flash a flash question after question after question for the right. actors on Big Bang Theory and it was Kunal Nayar and one of the questions was what what is your favorite um, Indian place in LA Indian restaurant in LA and he said Badmash he talked a little bit about it and they went on the next question so it was like oh that's interesting like we were thinking like when I saw that we had been you know, thinking about what where we were going to eat in L.A. and things like that. Mm-hmm. I knew you liked Indian food, so I looked it up. And it's this very unique place. Um, the family who owns it is apparently um, Indian-Canadian. Okay. And it's a, from what I can gather, it's a father and two sons. Um, but, oh, they have a... So they have two places now, Badmash, Badmash in downtown, and uh, Badmash Fairfax, which is what it looks like West Hollywood. Mm. Um, That's cool. And they're open for brunch now. How interesting, right? Um, The food is the menu we had at least. They have different menus for like more. Contemporary. It's more like almost Indian fusion. Yes, I think would be a good way. Like they do have in dinner, kind of like a like a Cali style Indian. Yeah, kind of like how Trejo's is a is Cali Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Because you got Mexican, Cali Mexican, Mm -hmm. um, Tex Mex. But yeah, so like Cali Indian type of. It was cool. It really was. It's the downtown location. It's kind of small. They have an upstairs. It was some upstairs eating. Um, yeah. Or seating, I guess, would be a better word. We had um, a lot of... We, we ordered quite a bit of stuff there. But I just want to read off um, some of their menu items. Do you remember what you had, by chance? Um, yeah, I remember... We, I know we split the uh, those curry-style fries they had. Oh, those were so good. And it, it was in like this uh, mayo, some sort of mayo sauce. Seasoned they had some sort of like yeah a good aioli it was so good. dip for it, but um, I'm actually looking now. I remember I had um, where was it? So while you're looking at that, I um I had the badmash fried chicken. Which, on their menu online, they describe it as spiced battered chicken, double fried and dusted with paprika masala. Oh, yeah. Served with serrano cream sauce. Um, That was... I'm not joking when I say this. That was easily one of the top five dishes I've ever eaten in my life. Now, I might be wrong what it was called, but I think it was a Punjabi uh, fish, which is a fried fish. That sounds about right. But I remember it started with a P... Yeah. So I think it was like Punjabi or something like that. And it was, uh, yeah, like deep fried, like f- seasoned uh, fish. Because mm-hmm. I'm pescatarian. 
And um, yeah, and I know we split the fries. Yeah. And like the the sauces, like mm-hmm. yeah, that Serrano cream. So good. Damn, like so, so that good. place was lit. Like um, really good. I just want to read a few things off of their main menu. They have a main menu, a lunch men lunch specials. A weekend brunch and then one beer. I want to just want to read a few things off of their menu just to give everyone a, an idea of what they do. What they do. So they have um, handmade Punjabi samosas, the traditional with a potato and sweet peas. Oh, I remember I ordered that too. Yeah, you did. Because I get samosas everywhere I go. Because <laughs> I love samosas. Yeah. yeah. So they have. They only have two. They have that one and then the butter chicken. Um, On the the traditional Indian selections, they have butter chicken, chicken tikka masala, Mm. um, goan pork curry, ghost chili lamb, vindaloo, um, Punjabi chickpeas, creamy black lentils, mixed mushroom vindaloo. Mm. um, God, I'm getting hungry. Several different types of naan. (sighs) I love naan. the Badmash Faves section. Dad's famous coconut curry mussels. Ooh. I almost I think I almost <laughs> got that actually. Yeah, um, I considered it. Badmash fried chicken. Which is really is a chicken fried steak is basically what it is. Yeah. It's a chick, chicken fried steak. That's where the fusion comes from. <laughs> Indian seasonings in the right. It's right, so right. good. Um chicken tikka poutine, solo roasted beef short rib, mm. spiced lamb burger. Badmash broccolini, chili cheese naan, masala potato fries. So, I mean, definitely not a lot of your casual Indian No, like they have cuisines. a good selection of traditional Indian selection. I mean, they do. That's probably half their menu. But the other half of their menu is just this really badass, you know, Indian street food, crispy yogurt puffs, um, right. onion fritters, Punjabi fish fry, Indian pickles, um, badass chicken tikka. Um, says traditional, pardon me if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, but Daba style preparation with yogurt, ginger, and dried fenugreek and mustard oil. Um, yeah, the masala, that's what it was. The masala potato fries with paprika spiced mayo. Mm-hmm. That was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. <laughs> absolutely. I'm so glad I happened upon... That um, that bonus content on the Big Bang Theory season, because otherwise we probably wouldn't have known about that place. And right, no, no, I'd never was, heard of it. Yeah, it was so good. Like, I am so glad. Seriously, say, top five meals. See, I was happy ever. when we went to LA. We were very good at picking good places to mm-hmm. eat. Because all the places we went to were... Everywhere we went was really good. Fantastic. Yeah. And, you know... I mean, you can find good restaurants everywhere, but, like... L.A. and, like, Las Vegas, they got some serious stuff. And... Yeah. You say what you want about, like, Texas spice and stuff. California don't play either. They've got some <laughs> spicy stuff. Yeah. Hot, hot food. Yeah. And, uh, no, I was really happy with that trip. And a lot of the good memories is from mm-hmm. a lot of the good dine-ins we did. Yeah. So. Uh, so our last uh, category is favorite restaurants anywhere else. So why don't you give us um, your... We're going to go back and forth on this one. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to play the field of other states I've gone to and have had food at. 
uh, one on our way back from the trip was uh, a place my uh, former uh, sous chef worked at, and his name was uh, Bo, and he worked at the Mission when he worked when he lived in Arizona. And uh, the Mission is this very, it's in, well, it's in Phoenix, so it's an Arizonian style Mexican restaurant, um, and they had um, a little bit more high end. It was, you know. Kind of spacious, but also kind of like packed. And um, they had some good, uh, I think what I got, I got their butternut squash um, tacos. And I know that might sound very bleh and like <laughs> not, not everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone's cup of tea. But take my word for it, it, t- it had so much flavor. Yeah. A lot of spices, a lot of intense flavor that. You can tell they put a lot of love into their food. It's well seasoned, well marinated, and um, yeah. they were very good. And their I had their margaritas. That was very strong. Oh, and or the table side guacamole. I was just thinking about that. That was really. I don't even like guacamole. That shit was good. <laughs> you could. They had like a whole thing of different like papitas and pistachios and uh, cilantro and jalapenos and all that kind of stuff. And you can just customize your guacamole, mm-hmm. and it was freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Really to say was. the least. Um, I'm trying to remember what I got there. I think I just got like some... Didn't you get some sort of like ta- beef taco? Yeah, I think so. Something <laughs> as generic as possible. Like when you were at Trey House. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. I'm not a, an adventurous eater. I know. Um, but it was good. It really was good. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, the guacamole... I don't even like guacamole. That guacamole was good. Yeah, you... Uh, I mean, I love guacamole, but I know that I've been to a lot of places where guacamole is... You would think shouldn't be that difficult, but it actually takes a talent mm-hmm. because a lot of people can mess that up. And I've always prided myself in making a good from scratch guacamole. Yeah. So I try to. I mean, I put. I love Mexican foods. So I try to put a lot of respect and yeah, tacos and guacamole and salsas and stuff like that. But um, no, yeah, for sure the mission uh, was uh, was awesome. What's on? Uh, what's the first on your list? Um, the first one on my list is born and raised in the oh, Little God Italy damn. district of San, San Diego. Diego. Um, I remember that so vividly because what a what a I have not been to such a upscale steakhouse like that before. Mm-hmm. And it was your birthday. Yeah, we, we went there on my birthday. Yeah. So you got to pick. Yeah. And, uh, it's oh my so god! So good. So we went in. Um, this was October of 2018. At that point, it had been open for just over a year. That's right. It was fairly new. Um, and it is one of those places. It um, it is not cheap. No, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I Google search "born and raised San Diego." It's got four dollar <laughs> signs by it, and which is absolutely true. I mean, we. We managed to stay within the two dollar sign. I was about to say, like, we, no, I think we ended up spending like 110, 120 bucks a piece. Because we uh, got maybe. dinner and dessert. I did not get dessert. Oh, you didn't get dessert. I did. That's right. You did. So I, I spent. <clears throat> I got wine. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it is definitely not for the faint of heart, to say the least, <laughs> price wise. No, like um, I said, <clears throat> upscale steakhouse. Beautiful, beautiful interior. Very, I highly recommend. Holy shit! Just even if you don't, if you're not ever going to make it San Diego, go online and just Google this place and look at the pictures. The interior, the the, the dishes, oh, the lighting. Beautiful. 
Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I've never, I mean, up, they had upstairs and yeah. the, even the bathrooms were like. Oh, it was it was insane. It was. They had a rooftop because that, that's yeah. where you had to go for the restrooms. You had to go up toward the rooftop. It was. Uh, very, uh, also very Art Deco-y, kind of 20s sure, inspired. Sure. Even looking at the pictures of the it menu It was an here. eyeful uh, to look at. Oh, yeah. It really was. And the food. It was the first I had escargot. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was not disappointed. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, of all, you know, I'm sure a lot of people probably make not so good escargot. Yeah. Luckily, I tried it at a place I'm sure did not <laughs> fuck it up, and they didn't. Yeah. Because I would say that I would get escargot again um, mm-hmm. there, but, like, I would try to make it myself or... And did we say that this is a steak place? Yep. I don't think it's we a, actually said what a, it is. Yeah, upscale but steakhouse. It yeah. is an upscale steakhouse. Obviously, you're a pescatarian. They do have seafood. They have one or two. I had the butter poached lobster. Yeah. Which was really good. Um, Escargot. So. So good. The dessert was good. I don't remember what particular dessert I got, but it was good. The I steak it was like a chocolate. Was it like a chocolate cake or something, something like that. that? Like a mousse cake type thing. Um. The steak, I think I got one of their dry-aged steaks. Um, it was, oh my God, that was so I big. know you couldn't finish it. It was so big because you don't have size options. Um, like how big, how many ounces you're taking? Well, yeah. You don't have the option. Um, but it was, everything there was so good. Um, definitely make a reservation for this one. Oh, yeah, because we even had to wait a little um, bit. We had a reservation, yeah, we had to wait. And then park it. Get there plenty early because I ended up having to park. Like, I dropped you off so you could go in because we were running late. Parking in California in and, general is yeah. a bit of a bitch. But that one in general, like, it's very popular. But that little area Italy, of LA, very congested. Or of San Diego. Yeah, very congested. Mm-hmm. I ended up having to park like six blocks away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we walked off some of that food getting back to the car. <laughs> um, so give yourself plenty of, plenty oh, of time. Or Uber over there, take taxi, something like that. But um, absolutely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what's next on your list? Um, Margaritaville in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. Uh, with my mom, I think it was on my spring break. So I was a kid. But uh, I remember Margaritaville, and uh, they had a lot of good food. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to remember particularly what I had. Never been to the one in Vegas. No, we were talking about doing that. Um, but I remember the, the menu was just the most expansive options of mm-hmm. margaritas out there. And, uh, it was just the scenery was just out of control. It yeah. was, you had like pirates on those, um, walking stilts stilts with balloon parrots and okay. it was just a very worst time and they had a lot of live music and i always remembered that and then um it was a nightclub it was bb king's um uh, jazz nightclub in okay. memphis and i don't think no we didn't eat there we just had drinks but that was a lot of fun hmm. good live music and stuff like that yeah so, um, yeah, Margaritaville for sure. What about you? Um, my next one would be the Oasis on Lake Travis, um, just right, outside right, right. Austin. Um, 
Lake Travis. That was a beautiful. It really it overlooks the lake, Mm -hmm. um, right by Hippie Hollow Lake, or right by the Hippie Hollow area of the lake. Mm -hmm. Um, Beautiful views, beautiful scenery. We went there in 2016, um, right after my college graduation Mm -hmm. ceremony. Mm -hmm. Um, Long time. (laughs) Yeah, hardly those four years. Four years ago this month, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus, I don't. I honestly don't remember the food. If I'm being perfectly honest, mm-hmm. um, I know the restaurant is kind of sea lake themed. Yeah, like I said, it was um, a, yeah, it was pretty, big, pretty inexpensive, big restaurant. Yeah, was it? Um, the view, the experience, the view, and everything was to die for. It really was. Yeah, it was very uh. Um, but like I said, unfortunately, I do not remember the food. I think when I, I remember it being pretty good. I think I had a nachos or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was fun. What, uh, what's next on your list? Uh, oh, yeah. So, back when I did eat, uh, beef, I was a kid. <laughs> uh, cheeburger, cheeburger. I've been to, the one I'm talking about was in Sanibel Island, Florida. Oh, okay. But I was also one in Arkansas. Because there's not a lot of them. And, um, it was a, like, 70s fashion diner on the island, mm-hmm. huge place, with the most obscene menu of milkshakes <laughs> on the fucking planet. <laughs> I do remember, and you could mix it up, you can get all sorts of crap in it. Mm. I think I did, like, a blackberry rum milkshake, something like that. Oh, my. And I was a kid. I had... I had a palate. Oh, yeah. And uh, you could get... What I loved about it was different size patties. Mm-hmm. Quarter pound, half pound, one pound. Hmm. Different varieties of buns you can get. Mm-hmm. Unlimited free toppings. Hmm. So, like... Sounds a lot like Five Guys. Yes. It, honestly, what I remember the most of is uh, Muya's. Oh, that's right. But there are a lot more open yeah. with their options. Mm-hmm. I remember I would put feta cheese, olives, pepperoncinis, onions, oh, barbecue sauce. I just <laughs> made the most dumbest burger on the planet. That's funny. And I mean, I would die, you know, in a food yeah. coma. Uh, it was crazy. But um, yeah, that was that's a hell of a burger place. If they're still open, I don't know, but hmm. hell of a burger place. That's cool. What about you? Um, the last thing on my list is the Colonial Room at the Mingra Hotel in San Antonio. Um, okay, I have not been to that one. Has some nostalgic love from me. Um, I went, me and my grandfather, when I was little, made two trips to San Antonio. Um, hmm. I was... 8 and 10, 10 and 12, something like that. Um, the first time we went, we stayed at the Crockett Hotel right behind the Alamo. And we were walking around. That was my first time I'd been to San Antonio. Um, we were walking around on the south side of the Alamo, I believe, right next door, is the Minger Hotel. Old hotel was originally found in like the 1850s or 1860s. Um, they've expanded over the years, but the old original hotel is still there. 
and mm-hmm. still part of it's like half the hotel. Um, and we were like, oh, this hotel, we'd love the inside. Just fell in love with the interior of it. And we we're like, oh, next time we come, we're going to stay here. So a couple of years later, we did. Okay. And so we ate at the restaurant at the hotel. And you, you don't have to be staying at the hotel to eat the restaurant. Sure. It's no. not very expensive. Um, but we ate at the restaurant and it was absolutely lovely. The food. Um, I'm sure they've changed it. Was this by the Riverwalk by any chance? It's nearest to the Riverwalk. Okay. It's it's right it's close it's right by the Alamo. Okay. So it's walking distance to the Riverwalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the restaurant itself looks onto I believe it looks onto the garden of the hotel, which is uh, quite lovely. And I'm sure they've changed the menu multiple times over the years since I've been. Um, but it was really it was really good. It's nice experience to have see an old beautiful hotel regardless of whether you're staying there or not mm-hmm. and have some good food yeah san antonio is a beautiful place yeah like, i've only been the once but i remember it so clearly the yeah. alamo and the river walk and Seaworld and all that jazz yeah the craziest mall there <laughs> i just remember eating at a little tableside cafe right mm-hmm. out the river walk because we did that after house that's a good time but uh yeah that's cool uh, last on my list, um, which is a uh, right around the block from your mm-hmm. place right here, yeah, Thirsty Lion, which is a Ooh. English pub, and um, the whole name I think it's interesting. The whole name is um, Gastro Lion or Thirsty Lion Gastro. Gastro Pub and Grill and Grill. Very interesting. It is. It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It it's got great detail and uh, yeah. and. Just the tables, the doors, the bar, mm-hmm. everything is just so nice there. And I remember the first time we tried it out, and uh, I mean, it's become a tradition of mine, but I always just end up getting a tall Guinness every time <laughs> I go, and um, I, try to, I try to have something different every time. Mm-hmm. When we did the fish and chips, and that was fantastic, they've got this uh, roasted or par-fried uh, cauliflower that was really, really good. And their uh, hummus falafel wrap, which was fantastic. And then we had mm. brunch there one time. I mostly just drank a lot <laughs> of stuff. Bloody Mary's and Bailey's coffee and... Ooh, and their avocado toast, which mm. upset me in a way. But um, was good. <laughs> All the same fresh fruit. Oh, jeez. And... Uh, <laughs> But, um, no, that's one of those places. I I mean, luckily that's right here. When things get back to normal and they start opening back up again, mm-hmm. honestly, that's like one of the first restaurants I want to get back into because yeah. I really enjoy that place. And they have Thirsty Lines in a couple different states. Here, Arizona, Oregon. Okay. And one in Colorado. That's cool. Um, I've got, I think I've got something different from there every time we've been. Um, you've been, yeah, you've had a burger and you've had the mac and cheese. Burger, mac and cheese. Um, been there for brunch a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what I've gotten for brunch from there, but I remember that it was good. I know you like the uh, mimosas. The mimosas are good, yeah. Um, no, it, it's it's a it's a cool place. It's, it gets kind of loud if they're busy, but um, reasonably priced, good food. Service has been good every time we've been Oh yeah, um, the service has always been awesome. 
too. That's I'd, one thing I like about it. I would definitely recommend that. <laughs> so. But yeah. Yeah. So we're all looking forward to restaurants being open again. Getting back to, to normal. Eat somewhere that's not your house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. Whether you're cooking or not, just eating somewhere that is not your own dining room or living room or kitchen and, island or whatever. Like at my place, there's families who are just eating at the gazebo at the apartment because they just yeah. don't want to be, I'm sure, <laughs> in their apartment just cooking, cooking, cooking all the fucking time, eating there. Get yeah. some fresh air. I know. I understand it. You know. But it, you know, it is what it is. We'll, you, uh, we'll all get past it. Stand tall, keep your chin up, and power through it. But yeah, sad uh, Sad to learn that a go closed. I'm actually, I am heartbroken. Because <laughs> that food was legitimately, it was really like good. Like of all the Italian places I've been to, Yeah. I that mean, shit my pants. Yeah. I vouch for that one. <laughs> God. But maybe whatever comes there will be as good or better. I'll hear that from Robert De Niro. <laughs> He better, yeah, you know, be a co-owner and. Oh my god, guys, <laughs> he got me with that place. I don't. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe um, it'll just be um, a new restaurant name, and it's going to be like the same food and the same mm-hmm. soul. Who knows? Yeah, we'd uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on some of the restaurants we've talked about what are tell us some of your favorite restaurants on instagram yeah definitely um at millennials with mike's podcast and let's see we don't know what next week's topic will be yet do we well you will have to just stay tuned and find out find out like the rest of us yeah <laughs> have a good week yes <laughs>